Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. My name is Promise Using Today Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us, but before we get into the word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I also just thank you. Lord, I just thank you for today. Just thank you for just giving us an opportunity to fellowship together and that there's nothing that can separate us from your word, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for giving us your word so that we have everything that we need, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everybody. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study in the book of Acts. And we're in, going to reread the first 39 verses of Acts chapter 2, because there's more that the Lord wants to discuss, or us to discuss, or, than, that he has revealed in there. So we just asked if you are blessed by the message that you like it, that you subscribe on this and any number of the platforms you can find a day of prayer on. And that you share it with someone else so they too can learn about, but also grow in relationship with our Lord and Savior. And then that they too can be blessed. So, that being said, can I get a couple of volunteers to reread Acts 2 and the first 39 verses, please? I will. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. <clears throat> when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues, as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when the sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone heard them speak in his own language. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear, each in our own language in which we were born, Parthians and Medes and Elamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya adjoining Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, Whatever could this mean? Others mocking said, They are full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you, and heed my words. For these are not drunk as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it, came, it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams, and on my men servants and on my maid servants I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, 
blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the determined purpose and full knowledge of God, you have taken by lawless hands, have crucified, and put to death, whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be held by it. For David says concerning him, I have foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is at my right hand, that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart rejoiced, and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh also will rest in hope, for you will not leave my soul in Hades, nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of joy in your presence." Men and brethren, let me speak freely to you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Therefore, being a prophet and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his body, according to the flesh, he would raise up the Christ to sit on his throne. He, foreseeing this, spoke concerning the resurrection of the Christ, that his soul was not left in Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God has raised up, of which we are all witnesses. Therefore, being exalted to the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this which you now see and hear. For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he says himself, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, till I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know surely that God has made this Jesus, whom you have whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children, and to all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God has, will call. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen indeed. Now, I'm going to open up the floor to each of you to give the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit speaking and ministering to you, and then to ask any questions you have. So who'd like to begin? So I would just always remind everyone that you have an open invitation to join us anytime you want. Amen. Uh, you just missed because John was like, who wants to begin? And he looks directly at me and raises his eyebrows. So <laughs> uh, in other words, I was voluntold to begin, <laughs> which you don't know during the break. I actually said that I had something that I wanted to share, but we have mm-hmm. lots of fun. We'd love for you to mm-hmm. fellowship with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, John told you at the beginning, if this ministry is making a difference in your life, to please share it. But we'd also like for you to join and share with us here. Amen. Um, we have lots of opportunity for fellowship together. Uh, you can reach out to us um, at ministry at a day of org. We'd love for you to communicate with us. Um, and if you feel the need to share, uh, to support with prayer or whatever means that you feel is important, please do go to the website, dayofprayer.org. Mm-hmm. Lots of wonderful information there and links to even more information and other podcasts now that are being released. So lots of new mm-hmm. stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, 
didn't mean to do a sidestep there, but just when you raise your eyebrows at me, I just people really missed, you know, the, what what goes on here, and there's some fun stuff and some fellowship Absolutely. that happens, and we'd love for you to join us in that. Amen. 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 That being said, please. What I was interested, what I was contemplating um, now for the last couple of podcasts is that um, let's let's consider the time in which this was. Uh, Exactly what was happening here. So we're 40 days, right, after Jesus has ascended, right? Well, now this is 50. It's completed 50 days. Completed okay. the, 50 day, right. the 50 days. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes we get lost in the chronology of what's going on in mm-hmm. the Bible. Especially mm-hmm. when we have overlapping stories of the Gospels. We have overlapping stories in Kings and Chronicles and all these things. And sometimes mm-hmm. we get lost and the Bible itself is not laid out completely chronological. Mm-hmm. So... Um, this is very soon after Christ's death and resurrection. Amen. Um, the Pharisees and the Sadducees or the, the uh, religious elite were trying to discredit mm-hmm. there was a resurrection. Mm-hmm. They're trying to discredit uh, Christ's deity, and their, their primary focus was to discredit the resurrection. Uh, they'd had the uh, Roman soldiers lie about mm-hmm. what was going on. They'd bribed them. They right. said they would even mm-hmm. go... Um, and testify on their behalf to keep them from getting out of to keep them getting in trouble because mm-hmm. they abandoned the tomb because <laughs> there actually was a supernatural event that took place, which was mm-hmm. the resurrection, mm-hmm. which we as believers all know. But there's actually a confirmation of the resurrection in here by default. All right. So if we look at um, uh, verse 24 here in this chapter two, it, Peter clearly says God raised him up. Mm-hmm. Right, so he talks about the mm-hmm. the the death, the crucifixion. Mm-hmm. But he says he raised him up, mm-hmm. and then we move further down, and they go, well, "What do we need to do?" Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right. Well, what do we need to do? Amen. And he says, "Repent." So, in order for them to have repented, they would have had to have agreed with what was going on. Amen. Acknowledged. And this was a mm-hmm. yeah, acknowledged, but mm-hmm. they're. Mm-hmm. So if we move into verse 41, it says 3,000 were added that day. Amen. So there was at least, in my opinion, 3,000 more witnesses who were saying, yes, indeed, we know that -hmm. Christ was God, Mm -hmm. incarnate, here walked the earth, was sacrificed, Mm -hmm. crucified on our behalf, and was raised from the dead. Amen. That's the Because they moved in agreement with that, with the movement of the Holy Spirit, which is kind of interesting. So right then in that time... And all these people came from all parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or the known world at that time, because we, we get where they're we're being told where they come from. So it was spread out all over the place. Mm-hmm. So this bunk that people try to feed us that Jesus wasn't really resurrected, it was just concocted by a handful of disciples. You know, this is right. the kind of Seven stuff you hear Jesus. even now when people are trying mm-hmm. to feed. Oh, it's just a story that was just written. No, this is True. this is yet another confirmation mm-hmm. that this was real, and there were people from all over that were willing to agree to this and align themselves with them. Amen. At least in this one moment, three thousand in this one moment. Amen. Well, there's, Receive there's salvation. Two things that they're coming into agreement. Thank you, with. Dean. I appreciate that. Right. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. There, but let's look at this. There's two things that they're coming into agreement with. One is that Christ was crucified and resurrected, raised from the dead. Mm -hmm. And the second, they asked what they had to do as a result of verse 36, which says, uh, yes, therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified 
both Lord and Christ. But who's he speaking to? And as you pointed out, it's not just the Jews. It's not just Israel. He's talking to all these people from literally all over the world. Mm-hmm. So they also are acknowledging that they crucified Christ. That they were all born into the curse that happened back in the garden. They're, they're acknowledging all those things, most importantly, their belief in Christ. So, so we need to look at that, right? Because that's, yeah. that's significant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if, he sa- if someone says they have no sin, then what need do they have of a Savior, right? They're, they're a liar, right? Mm-hmm. They're saying, no, hey, look, we're sinners. We understand, we agree with what you're saying, what, mm-hmm. what Peter was saying. And, and we don't want to be this way fullness, anymore. We exactly. can see the fullness of it, this. And, exactly. And, and that's why I wanted to start out by saying, let's look at this chronologically about what was happening. These are people mm-hmm. that were around mm-hmm. when Christ was crucified. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. most likely. Highly probable, yep. Yes, because there was obviously there was a significant event taking place, the, the Passover, and all that mm-hmm. brought all these mm-hmm. people in mm-hmm. to this region, right, who had traveled mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So they yeah. were around. They know what happened. Amen. Right? They were most likely witnesses to what happened. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they're wow. recognized now in the fullness of it, their part in his crucifixion because of their sin Amen. and their need for a Savior and identifying him as the Savior of that. But, but what does this Amen. also do, right? It, it further proves the Lord's word. He says he's no respecter of person. Paul says it. there's neither Jew nor Greek. Neither male nor female. Neither male nor female, right? Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll neither be married or get in heaven. They'll neither be married nor given in marriage. It's not about race. It's not about your ethnicity or culture. None of those things matter with the Lord. What matters is your heart towards Him. Do you believe in Christ? Yes or no? And if you do, there should be fruit or corresponding action. It demonstrates, it, it is proof or evidence of your love for the Lord. Right? Yes. Okay. But don't you see that here? What must we do? Or what shall we do? They said, right? They said to Peter and the rest of the apostles in verse 37, what shall we do? But yes. also, you brought up something interesting how there was lots of plotting and planning in an attempt to discredit Christ and what he did by many. And even you see it at the beginning yeah, there's here. There's no parallels to what's going on in our world today. At Not all. at all, right? <laughs> that was sarcasm for those listening in that couldn't see any uh, facial responses or, or body language, right? Rolling um, of eyes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But um, it talks about how some mocked, right? That's that's Acts 2, verse 13. Others mocked and said they're full of new wine, right? And I'm reminded of both Psalms 1 and 2, right? Um, <laughs> I see you turning over there already, Layla. You want to read those for us? Would uh, yes. you mind? No, I wouldn't. You can read both of them out loud, and then there's... There's really points in there. You say Psalms chapter 1 and Psalms chapter 2? Both Psalms, yes, 1 and Psalm 
uh, chapter two. In their integrity. Please. I will do that gladly. Had a feeling. Thank you. You're welcome. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord has said to me, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance, and the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. Now therefore be wise, O kings. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son lest he be angry and you perish in the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all those who put their trust in him. This is not very similar to what we see here happening in Acts. There was those that were scorning, that were mocking, right? Other other scriptures say those that uh, wag their tongues and say, aha, right? Trying to disprove or discredit. But then it says how the Lord, he who sits in the heavens, the Lord, laughs. Right? Well, why do the nations rage? Why do they plot a vain thing? They were literally trying to discredit the work of the Lord, bringing about literally their salvation, their redemption from the curse. But those that, that entered in, that chose to believe in him, they were blessed. And you see them being blessed here in spite of every circumstance and situation going on around them. They're still being blessed. And not only them, but they're ministering through the Holy Spirit that they have now received. Mm-hmm. Or, or I'll say that's been freely given because, as I believe you pointed out, Layla, in a previous episode, how others receive the Holy Spirit as well. Right? It clearly was on Moses. And the Lord told Moses, I'm going to take the same Spirit that's on you, the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to put it on these other 70 elders. David clearly had the Holy Spirit. Saul had the Holy Spirit until the Holy Spirit was removed. But David said, even in his sin, right? Said, Lord, yes. take not your Holy Spirit from me, right? So, and, and even in preparation and building the tabernacle in Moses' time, how the Holy Spirit came upon people, artisans and all that. Why? Each and every point and purpose was to complete the work the Lord gave them to do. It's just that the Holy Spirit was not freely given. But now it's freely given. And they declared that, right? The Deuteronomy 29, 29 piece, right? Yes. The, the secret things 
belongs to the Lord, but the things that he reveals belong to us and our children and our children's children forever, right? Yes. So we see all this taking place here, and the Lord's still blessing those, right? And we also see that there he's no respecter of persons. He requires everyone to believe on him mm-hmm. and, and to worship him with not f- the fear that, that you read is about reverence. Revere yes. the Lord, right? And that, but he said that even to Moses, right? You did not revere me in the sight of the people, which is why Moses couldn't enter into the promised land, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. you see all of this happening and taking place in this one moment that, that you pointed out, Dean, about all these people plotting and planning this vain thing because the Lord had already done it. It was already a done deal. He had accomplished it. He had fulfilled his purpose in coming to earth as a man while still being God to make a way for us to re-enter the heavenly community. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought Promise had something. Oh, do you, sir? Yes. Well, go ahead. Okay, I want to talk about first few verses again and how the Lord had given them utterance and so the Lord showing that um previously I thought when that the Lord come upon me and things are just gonna start happening. Mm-hmm. And like how how just how I read it. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord told me that they had to be willing and actually do the action. They had to the open Lord their can, mouth. Yep. And talk. Mm-hmm. The Lord could come upon them, but if they're not willing to do anything, then nothing's going to come out. Their mm-hmm. mouth isn't going to fly open what? without them opening it. <laughs> Amen. Go ahead. Keep going. And then with verses 5 through 13, where I was talking about that each of the people currents have their own language. And so the Lord's telling me that no matter, he's always going to talk to us in our language to draw us inward. He's not going to... Wait, let me rephrase that. Mm -hmm. How he speaks to us is we have to learn how to speak to God and Mm -hmm. how he speaks. Mm -hmm. Or so that when he speaks, it's not, well, Lord, what do you mean? And just having to ponder that for days. While pondering is good, it's also better to understand it. Right. And I I don't want you to shy away from what, (laughs) the Lord actually put in your heart that he does speak to us in our own, like the mm. way we understand and our, our own language to draw us to him. He does. That's why he ministered in the way that he did to draw the people to himself in a way that he knew would reach that particular crowd. Our God is very clear and he's specific. Does he always want us to stay there? No, no. but God knows how to reach us exactly where we are. And he knows how to speak to each individual heart uniquely to prompt us to come to him. Mr. Saul of Tarsus needed the experience he had with Jesus in the way that he did. The scales on his eyes, the whole thing. Knock him off his horse. <laughs> he, he needed that to come to Christ and run after him full steam with, with his whole heart. The people here, they needed that as well. So God is not afraid to do that. And he will do that for us. And most of us can testify that he did meet us in our just like that when we came to Christ. And as we grow in him, he does expect us to come away from our language to now learning his language. 
So I don't want you to shy away from that just because you know the truth mm-hmm. of the, the higher thing. There's still a progress to get to that, mm-hmm. that place. So glory to God. What else you got, man? Yeah, that was it. Okay. Well, let me read something real quick. Uh, let's look at Jude. So let's see. Let's look at Jude. Um, there's only one chapter there, but let's look at verse 20 and 21. Verses 20 and 21. It says, But you, beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. So, um, promise, I appreciate that you grab that of how to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's a free gift. You accept it and receive it. And as he gives you utterance, he promised that he would give the gift. So just like salvation, you receive it. And then you speak what the Holy Spirit gives you utterance, right? Believing that he is doing exactly what he said he would do, but then you have to mix your faith and your, um, accompanying works right with that so you believe that you received the baptism and the what is the word i'm looking for accompanying but there's another word kind of accommodating um no it's faith it's in james let me look it up but the the works that are appropriate to signal or corresponding corresponding there you go thank you jesus hallelujah thank you holy spirit um the corresponding actions the actions that are appropriate to go with your faith if you believe that you have received the baptism as a holy spirit and the evidence of speaking in tongues is yours as a result when you believe therefore you speak so then you begin to open your mouth as the holy spirit gives you utterance It, it doesn't matter if it sounds like gibberish to you or whatever it sounds like to the natural intellect the spirit receives by faith right and begins to act in that way and allow and trusting that the holy spirit is doing and has done exactly what he said he would do and that's how you the in a nutshell that's how you receive the baptism of the holy spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues just like any other gift we receive from the lord um i'll I'll do this next part quickly because i know we're running out of time for today um when i was looking at uh chapter two like the first few verses um Verse one in particular, it says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And the Lord was just ministering to me. There's so much in this verse. Um, sometimes as we walk with God and we, we live the, the life that he has for us and we're journeying, sometimes we kind of get lost and forget that there are appointed times and seasons from the Lord. Um, Kids, you guys know I talk to you about your destiny tract all the time and being on the train and the designated stops and the the points that God has for you. And I was reading this and the Lord was reminding me of um, Habakkuk 2 verse 3. And it's also in Hebrews 12 verse 2, but Uh let's look at Habakkuk real quick. And this is... This is really to speak to the heart of those who have been waiting for the promise of God. You may have been walking with God for a, a while, but is that the one I wanted? Back to what? A chapter two. 
and we're going to read verses two through three. So you guys may have heard part of this um, frequently. It says, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. We, I think we've heard that a lot. But the next part says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. So when you read that, you, you think, wait a second. It said it's tearing, but that it's not tearing. It said it's a for an appointed time. So the day of Pentecost was a predestined time. This pouring out of the Holy Spirit was predestined. And it was for a specific date and time on God's calendar and his clock. There was nothing they could do to reach it faster. And they could not delay it. They couldn't delay the spirit being poured out. But what could change was them being a part of it. That's it. Right? Jesus came in the earth at his appointed time. Right? And and the apostle Paul makes reference. At the appointed time, I was separated from my mother's womb. Or I was separated to the gospel when it was God's appointed time. But these things are specific because this is on God's calendar, which he has things for us in our life that are like that as well. But they couldn't stop the day of Pentecost from coming. And it was a particular um, Passover that it was to follow and all of that stuff. But they had a bearing on whether or not they were going to be in that crowd that received it. Participants that received the promise and the blessing. Exactly. And they had to be in the place that God told them to be. They had to be where he told them to be. Mm-hmm. They had to be doing what he told them to do, and they had to be doing it with the right mindset and attitude that he told them to have. Here's the scriptures. Did, we just didn't that sound off a lot like faith? It sure does, yes. and that's one of my things. <laughs> what, John what chapter she says, 13. When I return that's, to the earth. That's John oh, chapter that 13, said? verse okay. 34 and 35. Well, read it, honey. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's see. Jesus was talking to his disciples. Oh, wait, hang on. That's a different one. And he says, when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith upon the earth? Sorry. Am I running out of time? Don't feel rushed. Where's my verse? You talking about receive the Holy Spirit? Goodness gracious, I kept picking out different ones. <laughs> sorry, sorry, everybody. 2023, maybe? Or? It says, when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith upon the earth? That one? No, I was, I'm sorry. Which, when we look at that, it's... Also, when he, when he, said, he said this, and he breathed on them and said to them, receive yes. the Holy Spirit. I'm sorry, I misquoted my scriptures. But yes, that's one of them. They had received salvation already, but the one John was talking about... <laughs> That was in Luke 18, 18. I'm sorry, yes. 18, 8. Pardon me, everybody. It says, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? So when the Holy Spirit came, did he find faith where the and, people, where Jesus told them to be in Acts chapter 1? Um, were they doing what he told them to do, which is John chapter 13, love, um, you'll be mm-hmm. known by your love one for another. And the reference in John chapter 20, verse 22, was when they actually received, the, received their salvation was when Jesus breathed on them. Um, and then they went to the next part of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, pardon me for that, everybody. But they also had to be there with the same attitude, in love and not contention with mm-hmm. each other. All of those things was required of them to be able to partake of this 
scripted event that was, and I'll say not scripted, but it was predestined and, yes. and planned by God for them to be there. They had to be doing what he said, where he said, and with the mindset and attitude that he told them to have. So. Amen. Amen. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close this out in prayer, please? I will. All right, promise. Lord, just thank you for today, and just thank you for coming upon us and just giving us the ability to speak boldly, Lord. Mm -hmm. Lord, I also just thank you for giving your gifts to us, Lord, and now we can use them for you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Well, we love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.